0: Hi, and welcome to On the Couch with Dr. Carmen. I am Dr. Carmen, a licensed psychologist in the state of Florida, and I started this podcast to talk to you about things related to health and wellness, not just about mental health, but also to help people understand that mental health is closely connected to physical health. And so physical health is also closely connected to mental health. So this is my platform if you guys would like to join me on the couch to talk about issues related to both of these things. So today's podcast is going to be about my TED talk on willpower. No, I have not given a TED talk yet. Um, That is one of my dreams, one of my goals that I aspire to, that I am putting out in the universe that I am going to be on a TED Talk someday. Don't know what the topic is going to be like or about, but this is my TED Talk on willpower. I was listening to Trevor Muad and he said, quote, your willpower will eventually succumb to who you are. So I wanted to unpack that. I work with people in the process of changing. What or how they are changing varies. Some of them are changing their attitudes and mood. Some of them are changing their relationships. Some of them are changing their career goals. I also have people who are changing their physical selves. However, even though they are different, there are two things that unite all of these people, willpower and behavior. So let me give that to you again. All of these people are changing different things, but they are united by one, willpower, and two, behavior. Willpower is defined as the control exerted to do something or to restrain impulses. It's important because it is derived from our primary motivations to commit to doing certain activities and to discard other activities. So it is, again, our primary motivations. It's a combination of our primary motivations to commit, to be consistent on doing certain behaviors and activities and not to do other behaviors and activities so maybe you're beginning to get the picture about how all these people who are doing different things to change are united by willpower and behavior um the more willpower that you have or possess the more motivated and successful you are likely to be do you have effective willpower um to resist short-term gratification in pursuit of long-term goals. I think many would argue uh, the younger generations are very uh, microwave-based in their gratifications. They want it all now. They want it all five minutes from now. I'm a 70s baby. I came up in an age and era where, again, it was all about putting in the long-term work for the long-term goals to produce what you wanted to produce. Um, There's no instant gratification in my era. Um, But again, no matter which generation you are from, it still remains that you need to be able to resist short-term gratification while pursuing long-term goals. So people who have good willpower are more likely to have better grades in school higher self-esteem, lower substance abuse rates, greater financial security, and improved physical and mental health according to the American Psychological Association. And that brings us to behaviors. In the beginning of the definition of willpower, we talked about restraining certain impulses or actions. Behavior is an action that you take that has negative or positive consequences. Why is it important when we pair it with willpower? According to Trevor Moad, it is important because if you maintain adequate or better willpower, you will do the long-term behaviors and avoid short-term behaviors for short-term rewards. So if you have better willpower, you will be able to bypass the short-term gratification and you will have the sticking power to wait for the later payoff. If you want to lose weight, for instance, the short-term goal may be how good that piece of cake or pie taste. For myself, it might be how good the piece of, those pieces of fries taste at McDonald's. The short-term goal may also be eating that pie to soothe disappointment, sadness, or frustration. However, how does that affect your long-term goals? You can't blame the diet that you are using for you not losing weight. You picked up the fork and you ate the cake. You picked up the fork and you ate the pie. Or you ate three servings of a large salad with all the heavy creamy dressings in the world. That was a poor exercise of willpower. Those were behaviors that are guaranteed to set you up for failure. So let's look at it from an academic perspective. You have a goal of graduating in the top 10% of your class. You have one very challenging class that requires more study and more effort than all the other classes. A short-term goal would be to pass the class with perhaps a 3.8 or a 3.9. A long-term goal is that if all of your classes are in that range, you will surely graduate at the top of your top 10% of your class. However, If you do not read and study for your class, you will be behind. If you choose to go out and party with your friends or do other extracurricular activities, instead of studying, how will you pass the test or test? If you do not make the time to do the research necessary to write the paper that is required and submit it on time, then you will likely not receive the highest grade for that paper. Consequently, you will likely earn a sub-average grade on your test and the paper, ultimately leading you to be unlikely to earn an A in the class and therefore jeopardize your standing in your overall class rankings. Do you see how willpower and behavior go together? Do you get how willpower and the actions that you do or resist doing determine your outcome so to sum it all up you must have strong willpower and willfully behave in ways that ensure your target goal this will often mean choosing not to behave in ways that will get you short term success or make you feel good in the short term this also may mean often doing things that make you just uncomfortable in the short term, or inhibiting behaviors that feel good in favor of learning new, less pleasant behavior patterns. So again, let's give an example. I will use exercise because that is my challenge currently. Um, Prior to Thanksgiving and Christmas, I was in the zone for exercise. And then I was experiencing some uh, muscle weakness and aches and pains, and I was having trouble staying on track. Um, At that time, I was either running or biking every other day of the week. So I got out of practice. I started staying in bed more. I started eating Poorly, making bad eating choices, and I fell off the exercise wagon. So now, here we go. Every about two, maybe three days a week, I have been trying again between uh, doing a 5K walk jog or biking um, to get back into the exercise habit. But now, my issue is the short term gratification of staying in bed longer versus getting out of bed earlier. If I wait until the end of the day, it doesn't get done. And I'm often staying up late working on projects and other long-term goals. So this is how the short-term goal of getting an extra few minutes of sleep, of uh, staying up to push... To push through projects can impact your long-term goals. I either have to start going to bed earlier and also start getting up earlier no matter what, or I will not reach my goal of exercising five days a week. It seems really simple, but I can tell you in practice, it is a lot more difficult, and it definitely takes a lot of willpower. I um, used to exercise five to six days a week, but that was between 2007 and about 2015. And then more life happened. I had an injury. Um, I put on about 50 pounds of fat. And I was hurting a lot, and my health was not doing well, and I was very stressed out. So, all of that worked together to mean that I was not moving much. I did not feel good. Um, I found out later that I had these little invaders called fibroids that were also having an impact on my energy and my well being, my physical well being. So, again, All things are related. But again, I worked on getting my physical well-being better to manage the fibroids and also to help with outcomes when it became apparent that medication um, was not going to be enough to manage those fibroids. And I wanted to be in the best shape so I could have the quickest recovery and the least invasive procedure to get rid of the fibroids. So I got serious. I got committed. I changed my health habits. I changed my eating habits. I went for the long term goals. My willpower was really, really good then. And from September to May, September 2018 to May of 2019, I was able to use that willpower and my commitment to doing certain behaviors in order to um, reach my goal of getting in better health and overcoming those fibroids. I hope this was helpful for you guys. Drop me some comments and some support. Um, Let me know what your favorite points were about this podcast.